I want to ask you a, a question. I want you to share one profound testimony that just one. I know we all have a lot of testimony, but the one that completely right. radicalized your life that you will never forget. That you want to tell the whole world to know that this is what happened to me and this is how right. I came out. Right. Thank, thank you so much for that. And, you know, like you rightly said, we all have had encounters and interventions. The one that stands out, 20, the year was 2012, June 15th, my um, husband was in Nigeria. He actually, he was also a minister and he did a lot of um, missionary work in Canada with mm. Canada Christian College and Calvary Church. And so he was in Nigeria and he was going to minister. He got involved in an automobile accident. And um, he suffered traumatic brain injury. He was in a medically induced coma for three months. Wow. And um, he, he later suffered memory loss. During this process, he suffered how many strokes? Five, four, six strokes, onset of diabetes. Hmm. And everything that could go wrong went wrong. Hmm. Um, he wasn't going to a party was going to minister mm -hmm. and that befell him. Um, let me fast forward. It was a very challenging time, very traumatic. And um, 2014, August the 15th, he, God called him home, he went home to be with the Lord. I remember I cried, I prayed, I fasted, I sowed seeds, I did everything. Just praying and asking God, heal him, God heal him. His friends prayed, the church prayed, the community prayed. So when God called him, I must say before all of this, um, my late husband was a chief in his community. I also, by virtue of that, I also have some of those um, chieftaincy titles. And he was moving on to become the, like what they say, the Eze or the Igwe or the king of their autonomous community. And so I I'm, I'm bringing this out so that you know the background and a lot of things that were at stake before he had that call and that intervention and became a preacher and went to Bible school and lived selflessly. 
for God and the things of the kingdom. So when he got into that accident, filling the gap, all kinds of things happened. Everybody had an opinion. From his place, they wanted to oh, bring him home, they're praying for him. And so there was a lot of bumping of heads. Hmm. When he passed away in Lagos, because, he, and he said, I want to be buried anywhere I die. He said, if I even die in Canada, bury me in Canada anywhere I die. And this was common knowledge. And then he died during the Ebola pandemic when everything was locked down. And so when he passed away, um, thank God, our family friends, and he was taken to um, the Air Force uh, mortuary, you know, because and all of that. If not, it would have been really difficult for us to preserve his remains because of the Ebola pandemic. And people were of the opinion he was from the eastern part of Nigeria and they can, they believe when somebody passes away, especially a man of his stature, he has to be brought back to his community. Mm. And, but that wasn't going to happen. So I was caught between doing what the community wants or doing right by him. And doing right by him means bury him where he passed away. Those were his last wishes. That was what he wanted. Mm. And um, I went ahead and made arrangements and had the funeral in Lagos. I incurred the wrath of the community mm. and even some of his immediate family members. They carried the campaign of, they, there was nothing that was not said. At a point, they put a price tag on my head and my son's head. Oh, if you do that, you will die within 72 hours, all those kind of threats. But I know whom I have believed. Hmm. I was hurt, I was grieving. And after the funeral, first, I wasn't allowed to grieve because of a lot of things that had happened. The church community did not also make it easy for me. Why? Because, oh, you're a minister of the gospel. You're a pastor. You are not to be vulnerable. Why are you grieving? Even when he was in the coma, oh, you don't have faith. You didn't pray enough. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And because of that, I couldn't grieve. I had to put up this act of this face. Hmm. So when all of this, after the funeral, everybody to your tento Israel, everybody returned to their normal life. And here 
was I. The children's, my children's faith, they couldn't believe that after all, dad was going to preach. So why mm -hmm, did he mm -hmm. have to go through that? So here am I trying to be a father, trying to be a mother, trying to balance it. And at what point I just could not. And that day, it brings me to where I'm going. And that day I remembered I had cried for over seven hours nonstop. And when I'm crying, I'll close my eyes and say, Lord, take me home. I want to just take me home. The pain is just too much. Take mm -hmm. me home. Take me home on an ongoing basis. And that morning, the children had left for school. My bedroom door, I always leave it open. And so I had cried to a point that my vision was compromised. And I realized that I couldn't see again. I don't know what it was. And I began to panic. And I began to yell as, oh my God, I can't see, I can't see. I was trying to reach for my phone or something to make a call. I couldn't see. Everywhere was total darkness. And so I yelled, I screamed, I cried. Nobody was there. So I just laid in bed, could not see, and was just trying to, like, okay, what is going on? And suddenly, I heard these footsteps from the stairs, downstairs, you know, the bedrooms upstairs. I heard this footstep, top, top, like somebody was, you know, hmm. coming, climbing the stairs. I knew it wasn't the, the, uh, uh, it, it wasn't the children, why? Because I didn't hear them, you know, from downstairs, they would slam, whoa, do this. I didn't hear any of that. So I was like, who came in? I, and so I just laid in bed there wasn't, couldn't see, didn't know what was going on. And suddenly there was this wind just swept right into my bedroom. And then there was this light. Mm. I then now can comprehend that the light shined and darkness comprehended not. This brightness. Wow, wow. And then this brightness with this image. Mm. And this image with white and, you know, this long cascading wow. golden white hair flowing white robe. Mm. And I mean, as I recount this, all the hair, you know, the mm. goosebumps and I was afraid mm. and I was trying. <laughs> now, remember, this is someone who was crying. I want to take me home, take me home, take me home. And of a truth, the voice like, you know, roaring river, name it. 
just like a biblical description. Mm. And the voice said to me, I have seen your pain. Wow. And wow. I have come to take you home. And remember, I was the one crying, take me home, take me home. <laughs> I remember suddenly my children, their father just passed away. So what will wow. happen? Mm. And Jesus Christ of Nazareth mm. offered his hands and asked me to rise, rise from that bed of affliction, rise from Amen. that bed wow, of wow. condemnation. Rise from that, all that has held you bound. Mm, I have mm. come to give you life and give you life more abundantly. Wow, wow. He stretched his hands. Wow. I took his hands. Amen. And after that day, <laughs> wow. Hey, that was the beginning Glory. of my healing. That was the beginning of my being whole. That was oh, the beginning of everything that. Wow, I wow. do now. Wow. I never forget. Wow. Glory, 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 glory. He reached out his hands. He reached out his hands. And oh I took his hands and he said, rise. Oh my God, rise. Rise. And then since that day, since that day, the same person. Wow. My life was never the same. Special visitation. In your, in your worst time in life. In my worst time. When I didn't wow. want to leave. Look at that. Wow. God is good. God yes, is, is good. He came yes, through at the right time. At the right time. At the right time. I know your pain. Sometimes we think that he doesn't know our pains. Our tears. Yes. We should yes. just keep it to ourselves. That we yeah. cannot cry. We cannot yeah. feel pain. Yeah. Life cannot be tough for us. Yeah. God is good and he makes all things beautiful in his time. I am a product of the grace and mercies of God. 